0: On this episode of the AIE Podcast... Two guildies tie the knot! Yay!
1: Summertime is meetup time.
0: Rift closes up shop.
2: Hmm. RPLFR for fun.
1: Play with your friends in Final Fantasy Record Keeper.
0: All that and Ratozato to talk about not Yay! one, but two awesome games! coming up right now
3: bringing you the latest news from the aie gaming community from planet earth and beyond this is the aie podcast
0: Welcome to episode number 234 of the podcast celebrating the LA Yachtes gaming community. The Die Has Been podcast. I'm Aludra. I've been here in awesome I am. And to my left is Michaela. Hey guys, I
2: left about 10 dozen chocolate chip cookies in the guild kitchen.
0: 10 dozen? That's not nearly no. enough for me! And to her left... Cleaning over the mess she made in the Guild Kitchen, we have Tatsumi!
1: You speak the truth, and raid math is hard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This week we are joined by special guest Rado Zato, who's here to talk to us about AIE in both the Secret World and Star Trek Online. Welcome, Rado.
4: Hey, how's everyone doing?
0: Doing great. Great, awesome. Super glad to see you. I'm trying to figure out how to crop my camera so that you guys can't see the insane getting ready to go to Goodwill mess behind me. Ah, yeah, that's what screens are for. Screens. I know, I know, but still. <laughs> so let's get started with what we've been doing lately. Let's start with you, Tetsemi. I feel like you have a story, even though you have not hinted in any way, shape, or form that you have a story. What have you been up to? Nope
1: uh mostly work i have one shout out though that is my my what have i been doing and that is uh our raid team went in and raided killed bosses on thursday but as a after mint as it were or a little uh, dessert we go over and kill garn um something howl the the wolf over yeah. in frostfire ridge that drops the mount and We've been doing that for a few weeks now, and I actually won it this week, so <laughs> I wanted to say thank you to our raid team for that, and we will continue to do that until all our raid team has it. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's super. That's something I love about our raid team. It's just not about, hey, I want this, and this is just for me. It's about teamwork and doing things together, such as podcasts, and there's my glasses. Ha, <laughs> ha, All right. <laughs> so, Michaela, what about you? What have you been up to in this now all-glasses nerd-wearing podcast?
2: Well, we don't know if Radozado's wearing glasses because he won't show us. Uh, no, Radozada uh, well, doesn't have a face. Remember. Right. Because right. So. it's secret. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I intended to podcast. Sorry, podcast. I'm podcasting. I did actually intend to play and raid this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I did a huge um, con last weekend, which involved me standing and talking and smiling for four days straight.
0: How dare you freaking stand and talk and smile, Michaela? I mean, My legs hurt so bad.
2: I was in costume the entire time, including one day where I was in two corsets and, oh yeah. good times um
0: but shout out by the way two? we had a few ki- really wait 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 wait. Yeah. we need to back up to two yeah you decided not only do i not like myself enough to wear a corset in a convention but i'm gonna double layer this thing for added bonus <laughs>
2: right because it was um it was my st- I finally pulled out the steampunk snow white it looked really good but it had a under, under bodice or under bust corset as well as a second um crop corset That's not so, fun dude It looks phenomenal
0: Oh looked I'm sure really it looks phenomenal but that's not fun right.
2: right um but you know and of course it was on the long the big day of the con but anyway I, I digress. Um, so, you know, I had to finish wrapping up, you know, kind of cleaning up from that, getting some rest. Totally intended to um, pod or pod. I keep saying that right on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Standing, but I had to, I, I was planning on doing some baking because it's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing in the baking aisle to get some stuff that I need, mats that I need to make for um, a coworker's birthday on Friday.
0: Oh, yeah, because, you know,
2: you can't just do one thing, can you, Michael? No. And then my, um, well, you know, I work for a theater company as well as work more than full time, have a family, throw three dinner parties a week, and um, have a small business. So anyway, I am standing in the aisle, and my director finally calls me about the reception on Friday, the next day. Because I've been trying to reach him for a week and a half saying, hey, do we want to do a reception. What are we doing? And Sounds like he wanted it canceled. No, I did. <laughs> you know, I not, I'm not saying anything.
5: But he wanted it canceled.
2: No, no, no. So it's a three and a half hour play. We wouldn't be having the reception till 1130. I don't want to do a reception mm-hmm. because it's so late. So, so yeah, we were talking and we're, Hammond and I was like, well, I really want to do something. I'm like... You know, hey, it's long and this and that and yada yada. Let's not keep the bartenders there that late. And then I looked down at the big giant bag of chocolate chips. And literally I'm like, I have an idea. Why don't I just make cookies for all our subscribers who are going to be coming to the show that night? Mm-hmm. So that's why I missed War- I missed Raid. Because instead of putting down Warlock cookies, I was a Warlock making Ten dozen cookies. You're crazy. I am crazy. So that's that that's why I didn't game. I did game a little bit today. hmm I did log in for a while, hung out with the guild, did some invites, did some garrison stuff, wrote some and then wrote some show notes. So that was the extent of my gaming and hopefully I'll be able to make a terrain tonight. But you know, maybe not. We'll see. So what have you been doing beautiful this weekend in game? In or out of game? Oh me? I well, know something huge happened, didn't it?
0: Uh, no. No. Out of game? Oh, oh yes. I huge. went to visit a baby. And that was oh, awesome. That
2: too. How about your baby? Oh.
0: <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're really confusing me. I don't want too much medication for you to be doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, my <laughs> you broke blue
3: alludron. Yeah, you Aludra. broke me. I'm
0: like, Baby?
2: <laughs> no. I'm <don't laughs> sure hope he's listening to this podcast. You
1: heard it here first. Aludra is denying that there's any possibility that she's not pregnant. What? No.
0: Yes. No, Anyways. I am not having another baby. <laughs> I am so not. No, Except my youngest. For the we can borrow. Yes, yes. No, my youngest, he's a, just graduated junior high or Yay. middle school or whatever it is in your area. He graduated it. And he is now what is officially known as a high schooler, along with his uh, older brother, who is going to be a senior next year. So it's pretty hectic around here, only in the fact that we had to do all the end-of-the-year stuff. And, uh, you know, that's schools now save all the trips and all the fun things and all the field trips to the end of the year because of budget constraints and such, which I get. But at the same time, when you slam parents with all this stuff, at the same time, it gets a little crazy on our end. So, yeah, my youngest graduated, and it was fun, and I managed to not bawl my eyes out because that's it. I am never going to see a junior high again because, again, I am not having a – baby tatsumi <laughs> <laughs> and yes, see. i got to spend yesterday with my nephew xander baby, and he's so cute, cute, cute and adorable and tiny and he took a nap on me which is like you know the, the height of all ever. infant visiting mm-hmm. uh privileges yeah me and my husband got to coo over the baby and and you uh, names your next one no. I'm just running with this rumor. You know okay, this, right? Okay, okay, okay. See this? See this? This is my newest baby, too. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> Isn't he? <laughs> but no, we got to hang out with Mew Cow and Punky Brewer and their little baby, and it was really awesome and fun, and I've really got to get out there more often because, yes, yes it is. Just hanging out with guildies at all is, is super great, but when they're like family, it's yes, the best. Yes, very much. So, oh. That is just awesome. In uh, games, let me see. I've been mostly playing Final Fantasy lately. I know, I know. <gasps> but uh, I found out I like tanking in that game a lot. Nice. Yeah, my cat girl is in, like, full plate armor. And when I say full plate armor, I don't mean she's in a bikini. I mean, you re- she really does look genderless. That's how much oh, armor nice. she's in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. except she has- Except she has this weird uniboob thing going on. I don't know if that's supposed to be to deflect uh, sword blows or what, but the men have it too. It's just one in the middle, and it's just kind of all right. Yeah, it is really weird. It's very strange, but it is what it is. I'm a tank. I tank with a large axe, and I cleave their faces in, and that is super fun and great. So, hi, everybody, Final Fantasy. But enough about us hosts. What about you, Ratto? What have you been up to lately? It's been so long since I have heard your dulcet tones on our podcast.
6: <laughs> the dulcet tones. Um, mainly I've been doing a lot of stuff uh, with uh, martial arts classes I've been taking lately. Been delving into a lot of the new content between a lot of the different games I've been playing. A lot of different ones have been just a whole bunch of different things here and there. So it's kind of nonstop summer fun so everyone wants your attention and then yesterday my sister came to visit uh back out here in utah um brought her son over and i got to meet my my he's not my i I think he's second youngest but i got to meet my nephew and went up to him and was like, you know, hey, I'm your Uncle Rat. Now, all my nieces and all my nephews address me as Uncle Rat. Like, no hesitation. That's amazing. But, and that is
0: brothers, that is pretty my brothers great. My
6: sisters help promote it. It's like, you know, this is Uncle Rat. Yeah, that's um, so I, beautiful. So I go up to him and I go, hey, I'm, you know, I'm your Uncle Rat. And he's just looking – you know, little kid's just looking at me confused. Like, what is this? And it's like, well, you know, it's like, don't worry. I'm the nefarious uncle. So I take a hold of my mustache start twirling it, and he just starts to laugh.
2: <sighs> that's, that's great. great. Yay. Now you all have
6: to. Now the audience will just have to take my word for it that I do have a mustache,
0: which because worlds? we haven't seen your face, because he doesn't have a face. Why do we have to go over this every time he's on the show? Oh, fine. It's
1: not a have a face. It's the secret world, and he's the faceless wonder.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Also, in the secret world, you might not want your real face being known because it's just better for your protection. Yes, I play paranoid really well.
4: Yeah, that's pretty much all that's been going on with me lately.
2: Awesome! I know. Did you? Um, didn't you have a competition last time we talked to you, saying that was coming up?
4: Um, I think that
6: might have been before the. It was the state championship for yeah, Utah yeah. Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Um, I did take first place in my division for forms.
2: Oh, so nothing big at all. Congratulations! That's awesome.
6: <laughs> well, the medal medals. Like heavy and huge.
0: (laughs) That is so cool. That is so freaking cool. Wait, so is the metal a weapon now in on itself? Like, because it's so heavy and huge? Like, can you, like, do some damage?
6: You could, but I wouldn't want to. It's it's hanging right over the wall where my monitor is, so
0: mm-hmm. which we
2: can't see.
0: Which we, can't. anyways. <laughs> you know what? No, he does not have walls in his house. I've decided this. No, he is in Lumpy Space with the Lumpy Space Princess. Okay, the end. Oh, we saw some good Lumpy Space Princess um, cosplay by the way
2: at Comic Con. Anyways, <laughs> in Lumpy
0: Space. Yes. Anyways. Anyways. Moving on, onward, before we start wildly speculating about what Radozado looks like and his home life, um, let's dive into the news. Woo-hoo.
4: A.I.E. News.
2: Huge congratulations are in order to two amazing members of our guild, yeah. Nathanug and Nijara. Yesterday... Somehow, somehow, Mathenug talked the beautiful, wonderful, my steampunk sis into marrying him. And they got married yesterday. Best luck to the two of you together as you level in life.
0: Oh, that's so so great. That's so wonderful. That's so perfect. I'm so
2: upset because we had theater or I would have been there. Anyways, uh, guilty of the month. So this month we had a bit of departure from our normal procedures. Our guilty of the month is officially none other than Cyrene, the official hunter of the cats and mistress of the craft fair. Cy, however, being the totally humble person that she is, initially trying to decline the honor since the craft fair, as we know, is just a huge collaboration. But then Jedi sweetly informed her that there's no backup plan and she's the Guilty of the Month. Read Jedi's, uh, interview with Sai on the Guild website, www.aie-guild.org. And to keep the quote-unquote boss happy, here is a list of the co-Guilty of the Months because she wanted the whole craft fair crew acknowledged. They are, in no particular order, Nevermore, Ognat Tommy Jod, I mean, Amy Jade, uh, Lirani, uh Elkarth, uh Belzarius. I really should not have given myself this to read. There's a lot of names here. Um Zalginner, uh Sider, Tinchil, Prinadora, Anwal, Maguswind, Mugrammer, Blessed Child, Alaches, I mean Alakaz, Caesari, Medicakes, Arwin, Kokomu, Tweak Tetsami, I know him. Someone named Makala, Shojo Beat, Alanya, Locke, El Huntero, Vikela, <laughs> uh, Merson, Squeezel, Bethel, Liriani, Grimcal, Therese, and Frodo. Thank you guys so much for your hard work and sigh for being so completely humble.
6: Wait a minute, and is that,
2: that my Squeezel? Yeah. Is it? Yes, I think dun, it is.
0: Dun, dun, yep. it. Dun, dun. Bacon.
2: Also, best of recovery luck and recovery to Cherub. She went to the hospital on May 27th for spinal fusion. Ow. Oh. <laughs> um, if she said she was going to be in the hospital for two to four days, so she should be around. You know, and she'll be around. Probably fairly soon, if you see her, please give her very gentle hugs. She has a post on the forum as well in in the a i azeroth section if you want to give her a shout out there
0: oh man that that sounds less than fun It really does that's awful
2: oh, oh come on. let's man. let's
1: let's be honest it's just the first step in making her Wolverine
0: okay, it's well, wrong. you don't all right, there. I approve uh, all right. but as Wolverine will point out that was not a pain free procedure so we're back to ow.
1: well yeah (laughs) but Claws yes time is here, time for meetups right now there have been a number of suggested meetups including Utah, South Florida and New York City way to spread things out guys New
0: York City get a a rope
1: rope. (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys the sad thing is if you think about that whole advertising thing, New York City's not a bad place for that. But anyway, all right. Yeah. That's a that's a whole nother digression. Uh, if you are in any of these areas, head over to meetup.com slash Aliyahta and R S V P so you can help pick a date and get the party started. And don't forget the mother of all meetups, Nerdtacular, is coming. July twenty ninth to August first. Yay! Yay! It's the, it's the annual celebration of all things Frog Pants at Snowboard, Snowbird Resort in Utah. Come and hang out with tons of community members and revel in the wonder that is Frog Pants.
0: Yes, and meet Scott, who's awesome. Yes, I did just like get permission. That. Well,
2: not that I had to get permission, but I did just ask him if I could put up an official meetup for Nerdtacular on the site so we know who might be coming and who to stalk. I mean, not really stalk, but to say hi to.
0: Yeah, you just made me it up creepy. Thank you, Mikhail. <laughs> it already was. Nah, it's never. Um, <laughs> Rata would like to point out, for some reason, not out loud. It's it, It's pronounced in the Utah.
1: In, in, in the, the clip top. clop. In the clip
0: clop. <laughs> yeah. All right, so in sad news, which means I have the wrong tone going on for this, the AI (laughs) Rift Guild is closing up shop next week. If you want anything from the Guild Link, please grab it now, or let our fine Guild Leader, Alarice,
5: yeah, Uh
0: I'm going to assume Alarice, uh, know if you need help. Thank you to all the Rift officers and players over the past few years for all of the great memories and times. It's never easy for the officers to decide to shutter a game. So Mm -hmm. my condolences to them. Uh, But I, for one, have some great memories of my time in Rift. And I I just only hope that everybody else does too. Including you two.
2: I never played, um,
0: but yes. Yeah. Well, then, you have no great memories in Rift, so there is no but yes. But yes. <laughs> in general,
2: because we have, we have amazing guildies, and I'm sure yeah, there was we great we really memories. do.
0: We really do. Uh, let's see. The last time I logged in, or one of the last times I logged in, we had a whole tour go on, and I had a runaway marriage ceremony, which was memorable in the fact that I didn't even know the groom. So... Yeah. That was your... You got married? Uh, in Rift. To a yes. guy you didn't know. In Rift. In wow. Rift. Dude, I got a big wedding cake and a pet. Come on. Yeah. Um, oh, a pet. Got it. All right. <laughs> Have a pattern, okay. my dear. So, did you know that there's a new mobile game sweeping AIE and Twitter? Uh, AIE by Storm. Are you already a part of it? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Well, Dark Anders, A.K.A. Koran, has started a thread in the forums for those of you already playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper. This thread Pretty is to help awesome. share. Yeah, it's to help share friend IDs with your A.I.E. buddies and to get together and apparently have fun. So go check it out. And do me a favor, let me know because it really sounds like a nerd version of QuickBooks is going on.
1: Nope, record I I keeper hardly explain.
0: sounds like a a thrilling game. You know what I'm saying? Eludra, hey, hey, Eludra, you know what I'm hearing? I, hear it I is. know who I'm talking to. I, I know, know, I know.
2: You know, you know what it is? Nope. I bet you it's Final Fantasy II, which I know you said you played. Oh no, that was a whole different podcast. No, Never mind.
0: Was getting confused. <laughs> or confusing you. <laughs> it's like what even is uh words. No, W-O. so,
1: so what it is,
0: mm-hmm. What it oh, is Ed for Nose, of course. Of course. Oh yeah, he does. I'm,
1: I'm playing it. So based. it is not. Okay, I'm sorry about it. <laughs> It takes all the iconic battles that you've done in all the Final Fantasy series, all the boss battles, all the areas you've visited, and basically put them into an iOS or an Android game, and you unlock different areas and get different power-ups for your characters, including your black mage or your white mage or you know whatever characters you want to play, um, as you go through it. Unlock these dungeons. It starts with, I think, Final Fantasy VII to begin with, and then you unlock different eras and take your characters into those different eras uh, during the game. But the cool thing they just added is the friend's ID, and so what you can do is when you go into these dungeons, you get to take one of your friend's powers with you in the dungeon, and then if you use it in the dungeon, they get Gil. From you for using it in the dungeon, or or you you know basically you don't lose Gil, but but they get a credit of Gil for you using their powers in the dungeon. So it's it's kind of help your friends get power and you get power from them. So it's really cool.
0: Oh, well, that sounds cooler. That's I just awesome. want to know how it knows which fights of iconic Final Fantasy I have taken part of because. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's probably just all of them, but you know. it, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really awesome. I can see why everybody is talking of it. Awesome.
1: Very, it's very nostalgia based.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right.
2: My turn, right. All right, so in WoW, Ironclad, AIE's own Mistress of War, of, I almost said Warplay, WoW, Roleplay, recently ran a great event, the RPLFR. The main goal was to fill up an entire LFR with role players, since most groups kind of look down on stopping the action of a quick LFR to let the role players have their fun. So on Thursday the 4th, a large group from Earth and Ring, including a bunch of AIE members, ventured into the Foundry for several hours. Keep an eye on the RP section of. The AIE Azeroth forums for more information on the next time they're going to do this, or contact Iron on any of her many characters in game for more info. Also, a huge round of applause to Just Blame the Healers. They downed both Heroic Blackhand and Mythic Kargath this week. And thank you, Wednesday, by the way, for the heads up on this little piece of news. I was in Guild Chat today, and I was just saying I was working on show notes, and you let me know about that one.
1: Very nice. That's awesome.
2: Very cool.
1: Do you play Star Wars? Do you want to have fun? Then make sure you're online for the Tuesday Mandatory Fun Night. Every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, the Star Wars crew rides. Last week was Dread Fortress on hard mode Imperial Side. Keep an eye on the forums or in-game to see where next Tuesday's Mandatory Fun will be happen. Because
2: fun is mandatory! Isn't it? I, I, love, I still love that it's called. That it cracks me up.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's um, it's a there's a Steve Jackson game. What is that rattle? Oh God, my brain just locked up. There's a Steve K- Jackson game, and uh, that's where it came from. It's it's uh, happiness is mandatory citizen, and I can't remember what game it's from. By Illuminati. It could, yeah, I think it is Illuminati. Because that is a Steve Jackson game. <laughs> it's a Steve Jackson game. And guess what? We've got you on for Secret World. So I, Secret I'm World. fairly certain it was
2: That sounds right, 90. yeah.
1: All right. I'm sure I'll be corrected in the chat room or on Twitter fairly soon. Anyway, um, the Star Wars Escape podcast, uh, on on that show this week, AIE SEMA, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC-93, Talk about real-life costume crafting and the Rebel Legion with our guest and guild member, Ori. We also cover game news for the week from Star Wars in general and from our guild, AIE. Um, Star Wars episode 93 of the e- Escape podcast is up now.
3: Yay!
0: Because we're not the only AIE podcast in town. We're just the general one. We That's right. are. Yeah, okay, so with that, let's get back to Zato, who's been typing in our chat room and telling all the jokes, and find out what's going on in the secret world and in Star Trek Online. Yes. Rato, the floor is yours.
6: All right, so starting off in the secret world, all of a sudden we had... And that's how I saved Christmas
2: wow oh, thank uh, you wow oh my gosh that McCullough is like the falls for that story. every time <laughs> okay i'm <laughs> um, looking around i'm like what the heck is going on is there a problem with the sound I'm
1: going to kill you Well, the you fun all. thing is Anyways.
6: that i actually do say something to help time it myself and then mm-hmm. you know unclick right. um so anyhow um in Secret World, uh, the finale to the Tokyo content has arrived, um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to invoke uh, Gilligan's rule on some spoilers. Now, there's a couple things that will leave as a surprise, but there are some two spoilers weeks. I'm going to give, and it has been past two weeks, so it's fine, because I'm invoking Gilligan's rule.
2: <laughs> That's fine. It's cool. two weeks. for good.
6: Okay. So, uh, as far as... Uh, the secret world goes uh, for the finale. We finally get to go inside the Orochi Tower, which, for those watching the video, uh, my character is doing the single ladies dance inside the lobby. Where the
0: yes, because we all need to- this in our life.
6: <laughs> um, inside this place, it's pretty much um, a random generated. Route up to the top as you're weaving in and out different branches of the the eight corporations that make this mega corporation. So as you Mm -hmm. go along, you'll randomly go like, okay, maybe uh, Psycoil will be on one floor, and then maybe um, Faust Financial will be on another one. As you just keep as you go up through the whole thing, so it's not consistent on what it what's going to happen on your route it's random but there's also some really random things that can happen here like i've seen pictures of i have not experienced yet there is a pac-man floor somewhere in this tower um let's see uh, so as you go up, uh, keep on going up to, through the top and getting uh, things, you get to learn pretty much what happens uh, to the bees, as a lot of the characters are referred to as, especially during uh, Last Train to Cairo. Uh, what happens to people who are empowered by the the, the Gaia bees um, when they're not picked up by the three main secret organizations as you run into pretty much what, what the fourth option is. Uh, Orochi has pretty much snagged a couple B people and is training them themselves. So you get to fight like some NPCs who are paired up with two weapons, just like you are and set up with certain builds to, that you got to try and counter because they're either going to be purging buffs, throwing a whole bunch of dots or healing. You know, there's one pair that I recall where they actually have a tank and healer that you're fighting. So it's like kill the healer real quick, then deal with the tank. Um, So you continue on up and up and up, and you finally get to have this last showdown with the rabbit-headed assassin. And you find out at that point that there isn't one. There's actually been three, which helps explain how they've been getting around so super fast compared to you. Mm -hmm. You have this massive epic battle, and as soon as that's done, you get to go outside on the balcony, and you get to have this big, I'm not going to spoil it on what's discussed but um discussion with lilith you don't even get
0: punch and pie
6: no punch and no pie but in the
0: epic battle aftermath discussion on a porch you need to have punch and pie
6: well there is coffee and and whiskey there is punch and pie in one of the meeting rooms so if you didn't grab that that's your own fault
0: (laughs) there you go so you
2: you had to bring your own punch got it
6: (laughs) so anyhow you you have this big epic fight. You get to learn a couple extra things that you weren't aware of that was going on, especially like what is the ultimate plan that Lilith is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Then at the what
0: is very- the ultimate plan?
6: Well, no. that there is a secret because I'm letting people Because it's
2: the secret them. world. <laughs> but, uh, question uh, for you, Rado, real quick just for my brain keeping. Are we talking Lilith, Lilith, first wife of Adam, Lilith? That Lilith?
4: So
6: Probably because the, she explains a bit of her past and history, and mm. she kind of might be, kind of might not be, because she's gone under okay. a lot of monikers and names. Mm-hmm. But she is, because another thing about Lilith is she's like the mother of monsters in certain storylines. That's true. And, yep. and this That's Lilith. Not Lilith. It, yeah, this Lilith is. Um. Oh. So you have this big fight against um, her, and then as things are kind of at a bit of a stalemate where it's like, okay, you just can't defeat her, and there's just no way she can really kill you because you'll just reform again because that just happens. When suddenly from on high, angels show up, and they subdue her and haul her away, and then they look at you and give this ominous speech of reap what you have sown, and for those who are watching – on the video feed, we get a brand new super ability mm. that you get after the boss fight's done and you get these wings that'll sprout out. Um,
3: Ooh! Uh, wings! The lineup
6: ability and the color uh. of your wing is based off of choices you made earlier in the game during the first three chapters um, where you meet with some major beings with the Gaia engines. So depending wow. on what your choices were determines what the color of your wings are and also exactly what mechanic the wings do. Now the thing is you're not. Whoa,
0: um, that is really that cool. Is just,
6: just, yeah, you're not
0: is the podcast. You're... I mean, jeez. geez,
6: Um, You're not gimped for choosing a particular route, because it all evens, it's pretty much if you do, um, there's two components, it's a damage and a a heal component. So if you Mm -hmm. pick one thing, it's all the damage is instant, the whole total of it, and then the healing is a heal over time for the same total. If you pick the middle road, it's damage over time and heal over time for the same amount. Or if you go the other route, it's the damage over time and then all the healing up front. So there's, Mm it's a huge, wide area of effect, but one downside, and you have to kind of use this as a coordination with other players who have completed this, is that any enemy who is hit with this thing has a buff that makes them immune to the effects, so the damage effects of it, for quite a long time, pretty much the rest of the fight for most fights. Wow,
0: that is really cool.
6: So you can't like chain. All right, all five of us our super move and kill it instantly. It's like no, not quite.
0: No, not not really, no.
6: But it can be used as a, a you know. Let's pull everyone out of the 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 frying you know out of the fry, well out of the fire and frying pan. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on there. Um, recently, just after that was another patch that had two more pieces of content. Um, one of them, if you had bought the um. The issue for the the, the um, issue 11 which is the f- finale to uh, the Tokyo content um, you get access to the dungeon which it is nightmare difficulty so if you have not yet defeated um, the watcher you won't have access to this dungeon until you've defeated him then you can start going in there but pretty much from the lobby you go right in there and go deal with a special thing, and there's some special rewards and some extra information that you learn when you do that dungeon. The second part that got added in, and everyone has lost their collective poop over this one when it was first leaked, is mounts, in quotation marks, are Mm -hmm. now added in the secret world. Now, the reality of it is it's not real mounts where it's like, okay, World of Warcraft, let's hop on our mounts and go. It's... Technically run animation skins, which in a way you can kind of say that's about the same semantic, but that's Mm -hmm. how these function, is the mounts are not any faster than your normal movement, than whatever your movement speed is. Um, Mm. But so far they've only got three on there, and to help differentiate and I guess cull in the we don't want to break immersion, um, each kind of mount or super travel power is divided up into certain groups. Um, groups and orientations so they can only be used in certain areas so for example the first one that can be used practically everywhere is the motorcycle and that one's tied to a quest that unlocks that whole ability for it
0: nice that Um, sounds like fun
6: so you're literally driving around on a motorcycle through a lot of landscape Um, another one that i believe is limited to only agartha like you Mm -hmm. cannot activate it anywhere except when you're in, in Agartha. And that is a super speed flame animation dash.
0: That's cool!
6: And then, nice. it, it looks like exactly how, it, how it's described. You know, you've got flames running behind you. Um, the final one is a super athletic, like kind of track star looking run animation. So it's more like mm-hmm. you're more of a professional athlete as you're running instead of just running how you normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, great. That's pretty much what those are. More things will be available as they as they develop them and make them. But it's pretty much it's you know more flavorful things out there. Achievements will possibly do them. There might be um, store exclusive things. There might be um, quests that will have more of these. And that's about what they've said so far in it. Uh, the final thing they added on is pretty much something to do, I guess, as a reward for achieving so much in the game. There's a vendor who exists in all three um, hub cities. Uh, that pretty much when you have so many um achievement points earned you 're allowed to buy certain things uh one of the nice things in there is like a consumable so that you know if you 're doing boss fights or raid boss fights you can it 's not as good as some of the craftable ones, but it 's a good broad spectrum, everything gets buffed so it 's kind of good all around um especially since you can 't make a craftable buff that does that many buffs.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: So it's a nice thing there. There's also some clothing items, some title items, you know, to you know show everyone that, hey, this is how much I've achieved. And that's about um, all the new things on, on there. Um, we are right now kind of waiting story-wise of, so where exactly are we going next? There's a couple hints, but we don't know 100% sure where we're going next. But mm-hmm. right now your character is public enemy number one, like literally... Around the globe, your oh, face wow. is plastered everywhere. Oh my
0: gosh.
6: And your character is taking the blame for everything bad that's been going on in
0: oh, the Oh, that's that's rough, man. That does make it fun though. I like it. It does, it does.
6: But at the end they do reward you with a free makeover for your character to change how you look. Again, saying in character of, hey, since everyone's seen your face, you might want to go change your face.
2: Go change All your right. face. Oh, that's fun. And this is why we that's have Nancy cool. Ratto's face, because he's recently gone through cosmetic reassignment <laughs> surgery, and he's still in bandages.
0: Yeah, go. that's got to be it. I, mean, every morning yeah, I think he I did up, it on the head right there, every or every on his, his face.
6: I wake, I wake up and I say, mirror. Hand me the mirror! And when I look
1: into <laughs> it, I'm like,
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, Batman. <laughs> Batman's awesome. Uh, Remember, kids be Batman.
6: So, that's pretty much that, um, uh, yeah, um, the next thing we'll go over is Star Trek Online, and quite a few things have been happening over there, and I'll apologize for the video watchers, because it's going to take me a bit to transfer between the two, because, uh, because of
0: reasons,
6: because of-, of reasons, I tried to time it as best as possible, but Anyways, Mm -hmm.
0: that's okay. But let's go into
6: the the information. Uh, So, previously on on Star Trek Online, is that um, for people who tuned in last time I was on here talking about that, we went into the Delta Quadrant and we got a lot of the coolness of um, quite a few of the actors who played um, characters in Voyager got to show up and and do voice work for uh, characters that they played as. So like the list is getting bigger and bigger. Um, some other things have come out where pretty much, I guess the most demanded character to show up that people really want to have show up and do voice work for their character um, is Kate Mulgrew. What she has said, okay. she's interested. But again, we don't know where or if the where any of the negotiations are for. But of course, the fan base is voiced they want to. She's voiced that she's interested. Until something is official, that's where we're sitting there. But we do have some new names of people who are uh, being added into it. Uh, Duncan McNeil, which, for those of you who are fans of uh, the Morning Stream, because I don't recall if Scott says it much anymore. Sometimes he does. But, um, he does
2: still sometimes.
6: Sometimes. But, like, Lieutenant Paris, or as he just says, Commander Paris. Paris. Well, what in now he is Captain Paris. But, um... Duncan McNeil is going to be reprising – well, he already is. They've already recorded and he's, he's in on, on on a quest that you can do where you get to meet uh, Captain Paris. Um, Lisa Rio. I, I hope I'm not butchering that bad. I'm not as good at reading Spanish as other languages. But um, the voice actress for uh, <clears throat> Bellana Torres, uh, or now Bellana Paris, because – Again, mm. invoking uh, uh, Gilligan's rule two, that it's been, yeah, it's been more weeks. than two
3: weeks. You know, right. it's
6: your fault if you don't know this spoiler. Those two get married. So both of them are reprising the, both their characters' roles. Um,
2: Very cool.
6: So, um, and primarily they have that centered around uh, some new, a new shift tier or type called piloting ships and pretty mm-hmm. much it's supposed to be like the delta flyer and some other ships where they're more keen on maneuverability and outmaneuvering your foes uh, i'd say almost practically like um, x-wings and tie fighters versus you know big uh, like versus a death star where it's like okay here's okay. this very maneuverable thing hitting the weak point is what pilot so, pilot ships do. So-
2: the
0: shorter-range weapons, not the big carriers.
6: Pretty much, yes.
0: Okay, uh, so can, can we yet beam people off each other's ships, thus crippling them mid-flight as they now no longer have a tech officer or a guy in the engine room?
1: Or a okay, well... backing up.
6: Let, well, let let me let me push my, my glasses back and get into nearspeak. <laughs> Obviously, as been established in Star Trek, uh, you can't do that. You have to prevent that from happening. So first, you'd have to knock out the shields before you could do such a horrible thing.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, dude! dude, you, dude I'm talking guy. about a video game here, where we're just blowing up planets and stuff and having a good time. So why can't we just, I don't know, harmlessly kidnap the people? I mean, because the shields protect sound. you from it.
6: Yeah, tactically it is sound, but there is a... um in. There's
0: a lore reason, uh, huh?
6: Yeah, there's a lore reason of why it doesn't work.
0: Oh, that sucks. Uh, because, I mean, I think they'd rather be kidnapped than blown up. Just personal thoughts here. Yeah, the,
6: the, the GM says no. <laughs> exactly.
0: It. The nice. GM says no, okay. okay. That's all that matters. There's, Not even if I turn at 20?
2: No, no, there is no saving throw against Plot Device ever. <laughs>
6: uh, so anyway, um, in addition to uh, Duncan and Lisa re- um, reprising their roles, now he hasn't reprised his role yet, but he has been officially announced that he will be showing up again. But this time, a non-Voyager actor is going to be reprising a role for them. But part of it, if you're familiar with this series, it's like he's young enough that – you know, you should be running into him because, well, nothing worse has happened to him than what has what all has happened to him in in um, Deep Space Nine, and that is um, Aaron Eisenberg will be reprising his role as Nog, uh, which is he's actually a ver- for those who are who aren't aware of it in the Star Trek universe, uh, he is the first Ferengi officer in the Federation. So huge you know, you know, a lot of you know, huge things you made a lot help make a lot of inroads for well for um your own characters you pretty much it's the option of having a Ferengi in the Federation.
5: Mm-hmm. Right. But
6: um uh, um lately, uh, the, uh, a new season has come out, uh, season 10, which is the Iconian War, which, uh, again, for those who've been listening to previous podcasts where we talk about Star Trek Online, the Iconians who were first mention- brought up and mentioned in Star Trek The Next Generation have been like this kind of overlordish race that's kind of been running um, the whole galaxy from the shadows, um, they had a feature episode come out a while ago that was pretty much like here's a sneak peek of the first episode of the the storyline of the Iconian War, and in that one, uh, Denise Crosby reprised her role as Empress Sela. because mm-hmm. you know uh, Romulans they do live a long time, so you know Sila is the same Sila we've seen since Next Generation. Right. Um. So the Iconian War is going on there, and a lot you know uh, the pretty much to help. Uh, deal with some of the to get past some of the defenses and take out some of the things with the Iconians. Uh, Captain Paris has been leading a uh, the Delta Flight uh, crew to pretty much go into here's our piloting ships instead of the the normal class ships they've been going into. Um, but on top of all that, because again, it's new content. It's um, may, you know it's main cannon moving forward. Uh, on top of that, the annual summer event has just started up again out in uh, um, Ryza, the Pleasure Planet. Now, uh, last year, roughly about this time, I did a, uh, pretty much a, a rough tour of uh, you know the event out there. But pretty much it's that nice tropical-looking place. You can um, unlock a couple outfits, like currently my character is sport- sporting uh, one of the uh, beachcomber outfits that you can get in the game. I like uh, that it's
2: still very Star Trek colors though, that the red and the gold
4: mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um also if you remember from that. Um
6: uh, Riker t- tells Picard, hey, could you pick up this statue for me? And so Picard gets it, and he's just hanging on to him, and like all these girls keep approaching him going like, hey, so you looking for some particular fun? Find out that, okay, the tradition here on this planet is that idol means, hey, I'm looking for that particular kind of fun. Right. So you get to go look around too. for... Yeah, you get a yeah. You get to look around for the, one of the, some of those for some of the events to unlock some some goodies.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, well, in the context of the story, <laughs> that, what, kind of, what kind of goodies? <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> quote Sterling archer phrasing, boom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. um, AIE but, after dark. Anyways,
6: <laughs> but you can get some neat uh, things in here. Uh, there are some. Uh, uh, I just forgot. I just drew a blank. Uh, duty officers, you can uh, unlock. <laughs> he <laughs> said duty. <laughs> There's Sorry. some officers you can unlock to that will give you some special traits. Uh, there are some uh, <laughs> kit modules you can get as well. Uh, help you know to give you some new abilities or sub abilities to some of the powers you can uh, get normally. Um, let's see, one moment. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought.
2: Derailed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got derailed by the duty officer. Yeah, now
5: no, what happened no,
7: is
0: his train of thought got beamed up because his shields weren't up. See, <laughs> there you go. plot device.
3: Yeah, I had to. I had to. Oh, uh, you cut out.
0: Yeah, he's muted. That's oh, funny. Sorry, <laughs> I'm.
2: That's okay. Sorry, I'm
0: And that's how you save Christmas. Not
2: my mouse. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you need um, to like not mute yourself. That'd be really. Cool. Well, that was the unintentional.
6: That's the that was um the Google. That was hangar. the
1: accidental mute. Yeah. Yeah.
6: So anyhow, um, new other additional things is there's a native uh creature. I can't remember what it's called that you can get as a non combat pet out here now. Um, also, uh, sometime during this video, we'll be able to see Sybil. Um, yes. <clears throat> again. Who was another person who showed up last year when I was doing the tour of this? Uh, Some new waveboards got added in, uh, especially the um, the uh, Targ Hog board, which is this big black, crazy graffiti-looking waveboard that's got like all these extra engines and crazy stuff on it. It's pretty much like the fastest board on there. what else? Uh, they've also got some new floaters, which um, I believe I can't remember which Star Trek it was. Was it? Was it five? Was this? It was the one where they sing "Row, row, row your boat" because it's stock catches. Oh,
7: okay.
6: No, those were boots. That's right. Uh, anyways, the the floater device again, it's like a jetpack that you. For, again, those watching the video can see that my character has. They got some new color variation ones because you know people want different color things on there. It's like you know I want you know I want my favorite color. You know, mm-hmm. as
2: well. totally.
6: Um, or you know maybe it's like you know hey I want this kind of thing. You know I want my. Um, uh, I keep forgetting the term whenever I want it say it, but pretty much it's like, yes, I want to have my science officer blue, but I also want my favorite color as well, so getting those cross pairings on there. Uh-huh. Uh, the main thing with the floaters is there's a daily mission that you want to do to unlock a special ship at the, pretty much at the end of, I believe it's 20 days if you're, if you're keeping on, on top of it the whole way. And uh, for those watching the video, off in the distance, and I'll try and get a little closer, is pretty much a preview of here's the ship we're going to get. It's going to be another tier six ship, which is the highest tier. Uh, this one is unlike um, previous years, where it was a Ryzen themed kind of like cruise boat kind of deal. Uh, first one was kind of like a hot rod theme. Another one was like a like a literal cruise ship looking thing. This time it's a Ferengi ship. But again,
0: Ferengi- I'm sorry. All I see when I'm looking at the screen right now is that scene from Lilo and Stitch at the end of the movie. No. <laughs> Yeah, okay, it is. It's the ship in the ocean, and it's even red and yellow. And yeah, so I'm sorry. yellow <laughs> oh, and
2: stitch. Thanks, hon. Huh.
0: It's on Netflix.
2: Oh, I know.
6: But, um, so what you want to do is there's a daily mission uh, towards the uh-huh. the main, the first area you beam beam down onto when you come to Risa, specifically the the new beach version of Riza. Uh, mm-hmm. So you'll beam down here, and there's a quest giver you'll talk to, and it's pretty much using a floater, uh, similar to what Sybil and myself, and I might plummet to the ground, uh, that Sybil and myself were using to fly around. Uh, you'll talk to this lady, and you'll do this daily quest where you got to go run through these uh, paths um, in the sky with your floater. Uh, you complete it successfully, and you get like these tokens to go towards um, unlocking and having uh, that ship that you see off in the distance. Uh, there are some other mini-games, uh, Sand Castle and Sand Monument Building, uh, the Dance Contest, the Statue Finding, and um, the Waveboard Races. Um, all of those will give you um, a, a different currency, the... Sorry, i will bring it right up. The La Houlinat, I think it's how it said, Favor. These are used to buy better um, floaters, better um, jet boards, uh, the um, officers, the um, Hawaiian shirts, the swimwear, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Take a lot of those things either to the NPC I showed earlier where you could get the officers, and we we giggled maniacally like children. Of course. (laughs) Or you can take it over to um, this guy here Who's nearby the um, display mannequins of some of the new items? Mm-hmm. Uh, neat thing you can do with them is um, when they bring up all the the items on here, uh, you can right click the um, box and it will give you like a nice little mini. There it goes. Nice mini preview image of like
0: oh, this is what you're getting. So it's like, oh, that's so that's really cool. Like,
6: okay, outfit box shirt female aloha red and flowers. It's like okay, but how does it look? So it's like here's
1: look a exactly. That's great. That's great. So, that's very cool.
6: Uh, they have like your your beachcomber outfit, which this does not show the entire outfit. It's only mm-hmm. showing just the, the pants, the, board the board hands, hands. right? But there's more like the up like the shirt that I'm wearing, where it's got the the over. Light jacket and uh, the, the the white shirt underneath is another part that's part of it, but um, the those flower shirts and then some swimming trunks are some of the new two piece items. Which um, Sybil, let me move some things out of here. Which Sybil is actually wearing examples of both of like again one of the flower shirts and the the swim trunks. Beach
2: shorts, right?
6: <clears throat> um, and she also has uh, one the one of the non combat pets over. Well, I'll move my mouse because I know it makes a big black square on <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, but that purple-looking creature that looks kind of like Teddo from Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, just larger and not brown. Anyways, you know, those are some of the things you can get. Um, different swimwear, as I mentioned, similar to what's shown here on the mannequins. And nice and convenient, there is a tailor to help change into the the new unlocks that you get for... Um, anything. Uh, stuff that was available last year is available for this as well, so you can, you know, if there's something there. But some fun things is, like, the print on the um, the whole, the tropical shirt, there's, mm-hmm. two, for a lot of them, there's two different versions of it. Like, for example, I have one, because I grabbed the, the blue one, because again, science officer. Um, <clears throat> uh, one option for the print is it's Orion guys, and it's just, like, caricature versions of male Orions or there's Orion girls and again caricature caricature versions of Orion females as as the pattern on there. That's, so that's fun. So there's, dual, you know, there's dual use. It's not just, oh, it's just the one pattern. It's like, no, there's actually two patterns when you buy the one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but every hour, like for example, right now the dance half just started um, which now they added a little um, thing in the upper right corner that lets you know, hey, this is the event and how long is left on it so you know where to go to go do it. mhm uh, but you can, uh, if you do the dance off, you can unlock uh, the samba dance emote and the advanced samba emote. Um, what else is there that's on here? There's just again, there's a lot of t- fun things. But uh, another thing I want to get into that's uh, a major thing: um, we are our our guild is getting towards the tail end of finishing up the dilithium mine uh, project. Uh, primarily just to make sure people you know people are aware um this is a free to play game so you don't got to put any money down uh the contributions we're looking for on this um again you can just bring up the um the fleet information and go to the holdings tab and it shows you exactly what we need but mm-hmm. um main things we need is um a commodity item that you just buy from vendors we need um officers that need to be pretty much shipped off to go work over at the mine from now, you know, as administration and people and things like that. Uh, We need a lot of those. But one of the bigger items we need, and I've mentioned from other shows when I talk about, you know, that literally your time in this game can translate to money, is we do need quite a bit of processed lithium to help push this project to finishing. Uh, This will make it so any future um, holding projects that we work on are actually done at a discount and, you you know, a little easier to get completed. Uh, but pretty much we're right on the cusp of that. And then we'll be pushing a whole bunch of our other projects, but you know, our mm-hmm. star is still cooking along. Uh, we're now currently working on the fourth tier of pretty much everything on there. Um, haven't really been touching the spire yet because again, a lot of the progress with the spire and the embassy has been put on hold to again, push the mine to get the discount. Um, the Starbase, on the other hand, it's got there's just so much from that that it's kind of worth working on that anyways while you're still pushing the mine. So uh-huh. we still have you know a lot of cool things. Uh, there are some special ships you can get from from there, um, from you know from joining us. A lot of fun buffs, a lot of good helpful equipment, um, a lot of missions you can do. And actually, our starbase is a really good hub for getting around because another massive thing that happened that changed is
0: see
6: if I can uh the galaxy map pretty much now there are I believe three total zones so you've got um let me zoom back in a bit um so you'll have a map um that shows the whole galaxy the um alpha beta uh delta and I believe that's gamma if I'm reading it correctly um but pretty much they have it so that the galaxy is more correct to how the actual star trek you know galaxy is so for example um you know the if i remember correctly and this is again off the top of my head someone will probably correct me if i'm wrong but um the soul system technically straddles right on the line of the alpha and beta quadrant um and again it's right about there now, but pretty much it's one massive s- zone is the whole Beta Quadrant. So the Romulans um, in the upper right area of in relation to the map, the Klingons on the lower right, and then the Federation in the upper left with kind of a neutral region where all the um, fleet star bases um, reside. Then out in the Alpha Quadrant, you have Deep Space Nine, the Cardassians, the Bajorans, and all the stuff that happens out there. Uh, then you also have uh, the Delta Quadrant, which so far is – it's a it's a straight line, but it's pretty much – it reflects the path that Voyager took trying to get home. So they didn't mm-hmm. branch off too terribly much, though it is possible now they might eventually start doing that. But so far in the opening offerings of the Delta Quadrant, it's literally the path Voyager took. Um, so that's – Pretty much what they 've done there, so i 'd say it 's not exactly like let me see if I can actually give people a bit of a uh, example view of this, um, but um, playing um, Eve online it, you know where space is just this all expansive thing and everywhere everything you see you can actually go to. It's Mm kind of like that now. But whereas EVE, it's all literally all one massive instance. This, it's the three instances of Alpha, Beta, and Delta quadrants.
0: That's cool, though. That's your
6: only load screens. Now, the one thing about that, though, is like, you know, while you're in the Alpha quadrant, it's like, oh, I want to go from the Sol uh, system to uh, Klingon space. Well, that's a long flight. Mm
5: -hmm.
6: (laughs) So there's that. Um, Right now I'm waiting for my ship to beam out of the system, and I can give you guys a, a bit of a view. But they kind of punched up a lot of the, the visuals to how everything looks out there in in space. So a lot more of the um, both the stars and the major planets of each different thing. So for example, if I can just get this to go away. So Risa and its two stars, or suns, um, let's see. Zoom this in. So, give, give an example like I can go out to the Eridan Nebula, maybe. I had to go to a different map. So, I can go out to the Eridan Nebula, which is out in Klingon space. So, I could start that trip right now, and I'm just going.
3: Mm-hmm. A
6: couple things you can use to help speed it up, but some other things, again, like I mentioned before, um, our star base is a good hub because from there, there is a warp gate that moves you around to different shortcutted areas. That way you're not physically traveling so far across the galaxy. Um, Oh, actually, Sybil has the Nandi warship and is willing to give us a bit of a quick tour. So one moment while I respond to that, unless they hear me on the podcast. So trying to respond, talk, things. Okay, so Again, just rolling that thing on there, waiting for the invite to go. But um, pretty much, you know, our fleet base. Uh, which, when you join the fleet, you will have access on your transwarp destinations to go to the fleet base. Uh, from there, just go to the transwarp gate, and you can have access to a whole bunch of other things and areas. Um, let's see. Should almost be done. I'm not seeing the invite. We may have to hold this to a future time on showing the interior of that. Or, again, anyone else who joins in, because, again, this is free-to-play the game. You can just hop in and start participating in the um, Riza event stuff, because there's no minimum level you got to reach to do that, aside from, I think, just get through your tutorial section area. And then you can go out off to Risa, you know, just fly off to Ryza and start participating in the fun events. It'll give you some you know, nice uh, cosmetic stuff. One downside to some of the cosmetics, though, is some of them are not viewable. You can't wear them in other places uh, because they're not um, fleet regulation uh, gear. So that's kind of the deal there. But otherwise, uh, oh, we've got Hololita here. So, otherwise, you've got this cool bridge for your um, Pleasure Ship, and you can do a whole bunch of other fun stuff, talk to your Ferengi trader, uh, interact with a whole bunch of other things with your officers, and get some, you know, again, some cool Ferengi-style-looking interior for your ship.
0: That's really awesome. Vendors on your ships.
6: Yep. Yes. So that's pretty much what's new with Star Trek Online. Um, if you have more questions, uh, the forums uh, is a good place to get up with other people and a lot of information, Friends. previous information is there. Uh, this applies for both Secret World and Star Trek Online.
0: Awesome! That, that is super cool. duper. Oh, look now, someone oh, right. in uniform. Yep, very nice. That is sweet. Oh, two games! I can't believe we fit it all in. Thank you, um, love, by the way, so yeah. much. You're so great. All right, so we have a question of the week to wrap things up. Um, Our last week's question was, who would you like to see on the podcast? And the answer was a bunch of crickets. You guys, nobody had anybody they wanted to see except for Mementh. And he said, I want to see Stig, Turbo, and the others from the Nomad's Minecraft server on to talk. So, yeah, Yeah, that was a little bit of crowdsourcing, but geez, guys one dude hopefully next week's question gets more than one answer we're gonna we want to know what your current mobile game addiction is what are you playing on mobile
3: them. yes
1: exactly mm-hmm. that would be awesome
0: all right uh, so, that's our show for tonight. While the chat room begins ex- suggesting show titles for this great two-in-one show, we want to thank Rado for joining us for a double helping of fun. Yay, Rado, where can Rado. our guests find you to ask you all the questions, so about half of which you can't answer because they're redacted?
6: That's very true. Um, mainly, you can follow me over on Twitter, um, at @RattoZatto. Uh, You can read some insightful game and gaming-related articles over at acrosstheboardgames.net. And you can look for my ugly mug in your mailbox today, and you, too, can already be a winner.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh,
2: I could be a winner. And see his ugly mug, which doesn't exist. Wow. Dang, Michaela. Just, just well, dang. He, he said ugly mug. I didn't. I just repeated, and we knew it to didn't be exist. Fair,
4: I did say it. <laughs> he
2: did. He did. All right. So if you have questions or comments or just want to say, Michaela, why did you call, say Rattle had an ugly mug? You yeah. can email us at podcast at aie-gill.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast, um, which is also the best place to send your answers to the question of the week. The lovely Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. I am, as always, at Cyberwave, and Tetsami is at Ivory Tiger. We Yay. record live with video and banter every Sunday at eight PM Eastern, five PM Pacific. Actually, not every Sunday. We're skipping next week, however, a lot of Sundays. How's that? Most no Sundays! You can please join our chat room and play along with us at the AIE Our theme, of course, was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys With Soul visit his website, keyswithsoul.com.
1: And now it's, great. it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments we received this week, including Ask Miss Mogra. Epic Diapers, Mega Minute, and Ask Amagus. In two weeks, we'll be talking to Jedi about the Guilty of the Month program, the Minecraft server, and anything else we can come up with. So until then, AIE.
0: This is Aludra. This is Makala.
1: This is Tetsemi. And this has been the AIE Podcast.
7: To... Welcome, this is Deteran with another edition of Ask Amagus. Apologies over missing the last few weeks, but I was time traveling and when I came back, everybody was doing the exact same thing as when I left. It confused me on exactly when I came back. Anyway, I made a very important discovery. Why the bronze dragon flight leader, Nasdormu, was missing for quite a while. It turns out he was drunk. Yeah, one day he ran across some dwarves and decided to partake them on a few drinks. Have you ever met a time traveler who was drunk? Yeah, there's a reason for that. They literally cannot control their time traveler. And that's what happened. Worse, do you know what happens to their internal chemistry? Part of the reason he got corrupted into his Murazad form was that that version of him waned between drunk and sober several times over within the process of an hour. Anybody will have gone insane when that happens. Send your questions to Ask Amegas on Twitter.
3: Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, should I protest that legislators have deemed Draenor a no-fly zone? I am not entirely sure what all the big to-do is about flying. I cannot fly my warg cannot fly. I suppose my elemental spells fly through the ether, but that is entirely a different matter. So, how do I get from here to there? I walk, run, or sneak, of course. Naturally, my mode of locomotion depends upon what I am trying to achieve. The walking and running is good for maintaining my sleek shaman physique, and the sneaking is good for capturing norms. Unless you intend to become a lazy peon, I suggest you do less flying and more running. And if you are not good at sneaking, you will have to do without custard for dessert. I am Miss Malgra, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss on Twitter. Or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Epic
5: diapers. It's been a while since I've had a segment, but hey, kids, research expeditions, and other events have kept me away from the game for a bit. However, I'm back in and committed to getting all 11 classes to level 100. Yes, I've been doing this for a while. How, do you ask? Well, with heirlooms, of course. You can upgrade all heirlooms to level 100 now. And if you plan out carefully, you can maximize your leveling efficiency. First of all, cloth heirlooms not only work on locks, mages, and priests, but I also use them on my boomkin and elemental shaman. That's five classes. It'll cost you 2,000 gold for each of the five armor upgrades, not including the pirate's ring, but that's 10,000 gold to get you a 45% boost to experience gain on five toons from level 90 to 100. You can also spend another 5,000 gold on the heirloom staff, but that's up to you. I personally did it so as to not have to worry about a weapon upgrade as I leveled. Of course, if you can purchase or make a level 630 weapon, go ahead and do so. At level 91, you can also purchase a 20% leveling buff potion from your garrison, making your total experience gain around 65%. If you craft a few 630 pieces, you'll be a one-toon wrecking crew sailing your way to level 100. The question is, what's worth more to you? Virtual gold or your time? I'd say time, especially since you can use some of your saved time to make back some of the coin you spent on the heirlooms in the first place. Now I'm off to get my lock, mage, and priest to level 100 in style. You can follow me at Epic Diapers or follow my blog at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo.
4: Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Code any cast on all things holy paladin this week i give a brief rundown on the iron maidens encounter from the black rock foundry raid we use two tanks five healers and a mix of ranged and melee dps this is a council style fight where you have three bosses that you must contend with on a main platform and ship i'll go over the main mechanics on the platform for a detailed strategy guide on how to manage the ship mechanics i'd recommend checking out icy veins as always i beacon both tanks while rotating your tunnel flames onto them and any other player. Is taking damage. Tank damage isn't too heavy, so I primarily focus my healing onto the raid using my Holy Light and Holy Shock heals. I position myself somewhere in the middle of the platform so as when I proc a 3 Holy Power Light of Dawn, I'll be able to spot heal at least 6 injured members. This is another fight where I prefer to use Holy Prism over Light's Hammer, and you can definitely make good use of your hand spells. Each boss has their own unique abilities, and this being the expansion of situational awareness, it's important that you manage. Manage them appropriately. First up Admiral Garon. Rabbit fire is an ability she'll use where she targets a random player launching a volley of fire projectiles at you for roughly five seconds. Simply kite it out and away from the raid. Specking in the pursuit of justice makes dodging these a walk in the park. Penetrating Shot is an ability where she lines up with a target causing tons of physical damage to the target. Damage can be split amongst however many players line up on the shot. If need be, pop a hand of protection onto the target if not enough bodies are lined up to soak and use Divine Protection for some personal damage mitigation. Deploy turret is an ability she'll gain at 20% health, which pretty much launches a volley of fireballs causing heavy damage if hit. Best thing to do is dodge fireballs and destroy the turret. Second up, Enforcer Sorka. Her abilities aren't much of a threat in heroic mode. Convulsive Shadows is a dot she'll apply to players from time to time. And Dark Hunt is when she'll fixate on a player and eight seconds later inflict physical damage to that player. Spot healing the raid via our holy shocks and lights is enough to keep folks topped off. And last is Merrick the Blooded. The only one worth mentioning is Blood Ritual. This is a 45 degree cone attack causing shadow damage to anyone caught up within the cone. In addition, the first person hit by Blood Ritual takes a ton of physical damage from crystallized blood, so it's best to have a marked location away from the raid for whomever is targeted by Blood Ritual to run to. The tank tank in Maroc then points Maroc to that marked location so that he gets affected by crystallized blood, and he and the marked player are the only two getting hit by the shadow damage. So, like I mentioned earlier, there's a ship platform, or I guess you could say phase, which slightly changes things for us on the main platform. That is Bomb Impact. During this phase, with all of the other abilities going off, we have to dodge bombs on the main platform. As crazy as this may sound, it's not that bad to contend with once you get the pattern down. During this phase, tanks will take heavy damage, so I focus heal them and spot heal the raid. I prefer using my fast flash of light heals and holy shocks while dodging the bombs. Diva Aura and Hand of Sacrifice are great to have for this phase of the fight. So as crazy as this fight may seem, it's not all that bad until the last 20% when all hell breaks loose and it's kill or be killed. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMR with a C, or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com.